Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. It's a Fish Fry Friday here on the program. I'm Andrew Coppins. He is Pat Oni. You know the drill by now. We're going to give you our best and our worst takes of the week. And all I can say is, Pat, we try for all the doom and gloom and all the serious things that we talk about on this show to really be happy warriors. And I'm going to show you what being an unhappy warrior looks like with my worst take. And I think happiness is kind of the theme of today's show. So with that being said, let's get into critical thinking. Good Friday fish fry to you, Mr. Padoni. How are you doing today? It's Friday. So yay. Yay. You're more chipper and perky than usual. Did, did you accidentally sip some coffee from our friends at Coffee Brand Coffee this morning? Uh, what's going on here no no i I have no idea i i don't know if my wife slipped me a roofie or something this morning i i I don't know i'm pretty sure it would be more like she slipped you a study pill um because if she slipped you a roofie you would not be awake that's true that's fair (laughs) <laughs> Poor all, right. so all of that out of the way we've got a lot of fun and frivolity on this fish fry friday did you like that alliteration now all of that being said thank you so much for each and every single one of you that watch us on rumble or those who download rate review the podcast we really greatly appreciate it do not forget if this is your first time make sure you subscribe to the rumble page rumble.com backslash critical thinking rumble.com backslash critical thinking And of course, if you are new to the podcast, you just found Critical Thinking. By the way, we just got certified in 2023 as the number one, that's right, two years in a row, number one Critical Thinking podcast in the world. The number one. This is a real thing, folks. This is not some gimmick, not some whatever. This is an actual rating from a podcast rating uh, website. We are the number one Critical Thinking podcast in the entire world. So, Congratulations, Pat, on uh, being part of that again. Two years Thank running. You. Thank you. Two years running. Yeah, that, that's uh, I'll, I'll 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 wear that. 
Absolutely. Badge of honor. So, so, again, if you are new, you are listening to the number one critical thinking podcast in the world. And with that being said, on Fridays, we give our best and worst takes that we witnessed this week. We also crown a Richard of the week, and we've got the little bit of the B or not the B. So let's just get right into it. I, I feel like we need to get our worst takes out of the way. Out of the way, Pat. As 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 per usual, yes. As per usual, um, I flipped the coin backstage. You didn't see it. Um, I flipped the coin backstage, Pat. Uh huh. And um, your take is first. Your worst okay. take. Okay. Your worst take comes from not the B. Yep, yep. This is a, a not to be article talking about the Anheuser Busch um, finally throwing Dylan Mulvaney under the bus in a desperate attempt to uh, reinsure investors. So this is their quote unquote apology for the whole Dylan Mulvaney debacle. Um, Anheuser Busch CEO Michael uh, du- du- Dukers. I don't know. Addressed the Bud Light controversy on <laughs> on Earring's call with investors Thursday, downplaying the brand's partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney that prompted a boycott from conservatives. We need to clarify that the facts that this is one camp, one influencer, one post, not a campaign. Um, how about um, you just own it? Just on like, hey, yeah, we we did do a partnership with them. We realized that that mm-hmm. probably wasn't the best idea, and it kind of alienated our our base in terms of who buys from us. We're sorry. Why not just do that, you idiots? But so it, whatever. It, it is uh, to your point. Yeah, that that should have been the original situation, right? Like, right. They how that was rolled out was insane. Right. It should have been very clear that this was a one off, you know, situation. Right. However, however, I will say this. If they really wanted to do what what they did. They could they could still do it. Yeah, they have every right to do it. Mm -hmm. I so I I I will defend their right to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, you suffer the consequences for it, but at least own it. Just own it. That's that's all yeah, I'm and saying. That, and that's been my problem with this entire controversy is that they are unwilling to own it. And therefore, they deserve everything that's coming their direction. Right. Because it's very clear that this was a this was the beginning salvo of the attempt to steer Bud Light in a very different direction when it comes to its marketing. Right. And right. its campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are seeing this backlash, by the way, all over the place. Okay. Um, we just saw it this past weekend in, I forget where it was. Uh, there was a, oh, it was at a Red Sox game where Budweiser yeah. was the distributor of, of record there and has been for almost my entire life, by the way. Um, they have had a very strong partnership. And the the person was scanning the uh, various uh, coolers, right? The, the mm-hmm. stand-up coolers in which the um, bottles and, whatever cans, the 16 ounce cans or the 24 ounce cans, whatever it is in there. And you can see the difference between the Bud Light Budweiser section and the, um, the, I believe it was the, like the imported beer section, right? Uh People were literally 
not in line at all for the Bud Bud White Bud Bud White Bud Light and Budweiser section, and right next to it, there is a massive line of people. That's a problem for you. That that's people going to a ball game saying, "I'm not going to drink the cheap bleep anymore," and uh, I, I'd rather pay an extra, you know, three dollars for for that beer than have to drink your swill. Bro, that's even in Boston. That's in Boston. Boston. Yeah. And uh, it's not just that, Pat. They've they've seen a 26% drop in, in a sustained 26% drop. By the way, this is not just a, this is what happened in the day after. No, 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 no. This is a continued drop. And Bud Light's biggest problem for me is the fact that, to your point, they didn't own it. They should have owned it. And then either apologized or just kept going down that road. Because what they attempted to do was backtrack, right? They attempted to, they they suddenly massively put out this like Clydesdale, you know, Americana country music right. themed uh, mm-hmm. marketing campaign that felt like it was just thrown together by whomever does their, um, their television advertising. Right. Right. Um, that was weird. Right. It, it just, whichever lane that they've been go, you know, that they were going to go, it was always going to feel inauthentic and then attempting to, you know, push out the marketing people uh, taking a quote-unquote leave of absence, right? That that does nothing. You have sullied the brand that you built for the last 50-plus years. Mm-hmm. It's even hurting Budweiser, which has a very, very big Americana vibe to it. Like, I honestly, I would rather drink Budweiser than Bud Light or even Miller Light. Um, but I struggle to to want to buy it right now because where's that money really going to go to? And it's also time to punish people, right? Where When I have an option or had an option, right, to buy Yingling, I could do that, right? Right now, there are not very many unwoke options in Chicago when it comes to purchasing your beverages. But at least I can say, no, I'm not going to give Anheuser-Busch a dollar until they realize what they did, until they change course, until eh, we exact some you know modicum of pain out of them. And a 26% drop in the sales of Bud Light is massive pain. That, I, I don't think people understand what that means. Their market share was so large in the, in the beer market in general, right? I believe it. they were number one, Miller Lite number two, Budweiser number three. Coors Light number four, right? So you took the number one selling beer and quartered it. That's a problem. That's a very significant problem. Just just out of curiosity, because I, I have no clue. In mm-hmm. terms of like like best tasting beer. Well, that, that's know. a very subjective but, well, yeah. yeah, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just your opinion on this. Okay. Because if, if I were a drinker, I've always kind of wondered if I'd be more of a Miller guy than, than, uh, you know, Bud Light or Budweiser. Miller Light has, uh, let's put it this way. Miller Light has a little more body to it. It, it mm-hmm. has a little more oomph behind it. It's still a light beer, but you know, there's a reason why Miller Light did those blind taste tests back in the day. I don't know if you remember those or not. Um, yeah, I remember. There's a reason for that. Because they, I can tell the difference. A lot of people can't. Um, it, it's just depending upon your taste buds. I, 
I will say this. If I had to pick of a light beer to drink, I'd be drinking Miller Lite. However, my body does not like Miller Lite. My body does not like most of these light beers uh, because of how gluten heavy they are mm-hmm. um, and how they're they're put together. But um, yeah, if I had to choose between Coors Light, Miller Lite, and Bud Light, I'd have to choose Miller Lite. What, what about, what about uh, just for kicks, what about Sam Adams? Oh, Sam Adams, I put way, way above all of them. And it has mm-hmm. everything to do with the fact that even the Sam Adams light, um, that I don't know if they're brewing it anymore, but um, the Sam Adams itself, it is a traditional lager beer. You, it, has, it is nowhere near the Americanized version of lager that Bud, Bud Light and Miller Light have become. Um, it is a wholly separate category. Um, it doesn't taste anything. If I, if I put a Budweiser next to a, a Sam Adams, you wouldn't recognize that they're the same quote unquote style. However, they're not, it's a traditional lager versus a American lager. So they're two different styles. Anyway, now that I've gone down the beer geek road, (laughs) I was just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Adams is one of my all time most underrated, uh, most flavorful beers that's ever been in existence it is the original craft beer really it really is um it is the one that started it all back in the 80s it was about what 83 84 and it's the first craft beer i ever tasted um and it gave it put me down that path it it is i would put this in i would put the i would put it this way um I would put Sam Adams, if if I had go-to beers, I would put it in my top five go-to beers because everybody will like it. And if you don't like it, more for me, right? Mm. Um, that that type of thing, it's got the crispness, it's got some body to it, unlike the, you can't, you know, consume like 10 of them in a sitting like you could with uh, bush lights or whatever, right? But, it, but it's also not, uh, you know, 3.9% alcohol. It, it's got some body to it. So, um, yeah, the, there's a massive differences. But anyway, um, since we gave your worst of the week, um, remember how I told you I'm going to show you what unhappiness looks like? Just be prepared, yeah. folks. Just be prepared because I found this take uh, earlier this week, and it's a take on capitalism that has often been the case of young people Right, this is often something you're going to hear spewed, but I want I want you to filter this through the lens of happiness. All I can ever think about is the fact that this is not the way that life is supposed to be. The whole working your life away just to have a little bit of money, a little bit of free time to do things that you actually enjoy. It's such a waste of life. And the older generation will be the first to call my generation lazy for saying things like that, not realizing that they're just a bitch to capitalism and they're brainwashed. I hate my stupid, racist, xenophobic ancestors who set up this system that sucks for everyone except for like the one percent this stupid capitalist society has made it to where no one can do things for themselves anymore because we've been brought up to depend on everything grocery stores restaurants on every corner a convenience store on every corner because we can't do anything for ourselves and we have no community all we rely on is people who are getting paid shit and overworked their whole lives to get things that we need that's not community it's all nothing but a capitalist hellscape that sucks the life out of everyone 
I just hate all of this. I hate my ancestors. I hate everything that has happened throughout history to get us to this point. Do, do you know what this is? <laughs> now, now, Pat, for those who are <laughs> listening via podcast, I, I'm going to play a little bit of a game. Close okay. your eyes okay. and think of exactly how you would d- describe this individual. And I guarantee you how you are thinking that this individual looks is exactly how this individual looks. She's got the whatever, that little part of the bridge of your nose. Yep, that's pierced. Uh, the the unwashed hair. The... <laughs> Bloody. The the I'm a I'm an emo chick hoodie, right? Mm-hmm. I, it is literally the emo starter kit, right? <laughs> the only difference is that she's not wearing super black everything. <laughs> I, I can't. You, st- you, you, you know what this is, right? Right. It's the world's yeah, smallest, smallest violin. The world, yeah, playing the world's yeah. saddest, saddest song. Yeah. 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 Um, I. How many times have we heard this argument from somebody under the age of 25? At, like literally every day of our entire adult lives, right? Like, I, I mean, oh, you capitalist pig. What? What? There was one thing in that, that clip though that she said that I actually kind of agree with. What? That uh, we are, well... And this is this doesn't apply to everybody, but there's there's a lot of people out there that that rely way too much on the grocery stores and convenience stores and all that stuff, and don't know how to do certain things for themselves, like you know, grow a garden. Yeah, well, guess what? You live in a city like Chicago, you ain't growing a garden. You ain't growing one. So that's why I said I only yeah, partly. No, I understand agree with. a little bit of what she's attempting to say, right? The the lack of self reliance, the lack of right. an ability to to. Th- it, it, it's not even self-reliance, Pat. Look, and, and I say this all the time to my wife, right? I would rather pay somebody who has expertise in a subject, right? Of a, I don't know, hanging drywall or, you know, painting, right? Then me screw it up and have to spend hours upon hours upon hours. It is a time versus money versus expertise uh, equation, just like for instance, somebody who has somebody in my family has a technological problem. Who are they usually going to? Me. Why? Because I'm likely to be able to solve it for them, or at least right. point them in the right direction to getting it solved. It is worth their time to get a hold of me. Why? Because I'll solve the problem. There's nothing wrong with realizing your strengths and weaknesses. In accentuating your strengths and allowing somebody else to fill in your weaknesses. True. I agree. Right. So, mm-hmm. for instance, I have a little bit of an ability to edit things together, obviously. Right. I have a little bit of that ability. But could I edit a Hollywood blockbuster together? No. And would I want to spend the time to understand how to do that unless that was the career path I was going down? Hell no. For instance, could I could I learn to code? Yes, I could. But I am 41 years old. Okay? I'm about to be 42 years old. I can pay somebody $7 or 
$3 an hour to code together or put together a website if I needed to. Was, is that a better use of my time than magically learning to code it for myself? Or, you know, for instance, I learned how to put WordPress and plugins and all that sort of stuff together. I paid for the thank you for coding a theme together, right? To put my website together. I'll pay somebody 50 bucks. I'll pay somebody 15, 20 bucks to give me a theme that has been coded together that works great with WordPress, right? Is it be would it behoove me to learn to code? No. There are thousands, if not millions, of people that are way better at that than I'll ever be. And I am 41 years old. I know my skill sets, I know my strengths, and I am willing to learn based off of those strengths. And I'm willing to learn that, hey, guess what? Some of my weaknesses might not be weaknesses if I practice at them. However, when I need this done immediately, what am I going to do? I'm going to call people. I am going to look to people who have expertise so that it is done right and not screwed up. There's this is the problem with that take from these individuals. No, there's nothing wrong with saying I'd rather pay somebody so that I don't have to do something I'm not good at or I don't know anything about. There's nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. Well, you, you can't fix your toilet. Right. And in my building, if my toilet isn't fixed correctly, I'm liable for any damages that happen to other people. So, yeah, I'm not going to learn uh, plumbing <laughs> plumbing 101 in my building. That ain't happening. It's just stupid. That, that's the problem I have with some of those, those takes. Mm. Self-reliance is not about knowing everything and being a jack-of-all-trades. Self-reliance is the ability to understand your strengths and weaknesses and accentuate those and find community, quote unquote, with those who have other strengths, a.k.a. know your friends, right? For instance, if a friend of mine is a lawyer and I have a uh, a corporate lawyer, right? A And I have a corporate question for them. Would it behoove me not to use their services instead of just guessing at the pr problem and the solution? Yeah, it would. That's community, by the way. This idea that, that there's no real community. Step outside your home once. Build it. Do something about it. Instead of getting on TikTok and bitching about it. It's just such a stupid take for me uh, on multitudes of levels. It, like, the inability to understand how capitalism has, uh, you know, it is the worst system except for all the other systems that have ever existed in humanity, right? That, that old adage. Mm -hmm. And oh, by the way, more people have become, uh, more people have gone out of poverty under capitalism than any, any other time, any other system, anywhere else in the world, in, in the entire history of the world. Well, and just the level of whining coming from this girl. Oh my God. I do gosh. enjoy her use of the F word, though. That was, that was fun. That yeah, that was the other word. Multiple times. Yeah. But anyway, so I mean, that it's just the dumbest take. And, and this is a iteration of the dumbest take uh, out there about capitalism. All right. With that being said, Pat, I think it is time for us to play a little bit of the beer, not the beer. Are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. 
with that, lay that headline on me. Alrighty, today's headline. Navy somehow even gayer. Navy somehow even gayer. Is this the B or not the B? I think I almost made Andrew spit out his coffee on that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this the B or not the B? That is the question. Why you're thinking about that, Andrew Coppins, folks. You were listening to this or you're watching this on Rumble. Please don't spit out your coffee brand coffee. That would be very, very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is high quality coffee deserving of uh, down your gullet, not out your throat. Right, right. So uh, go to go to coffeebrandcoffee.com. Find your favorite flavor there. Find a flavor that you would want to try. Uh, you're still drinking the uh, bourbon blend, are you not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, highly, you know, Andrew highly recommends that one. You know, it doesn't actually have bourbon in it, per se, um, though it was roasted with it. So uh, it is freshly roasted. Everything's freshly packaged, shipped right to your door. They don't care about your politics. They don't care who you voted for. It's a business that that just wants your money and to make you a good product. That's all. That's it. That's all they want to do. By the way, they're also Pat, locally. Pat, uh, speaking of which, I got a quick question for you. Yeah. Since you're a ginger, are you also a fan of strawberries? Yes. Well, they have a strawberries and cream flavored coffee. Oh, there is a new one for the summer that I might have to pick up. Um, yeah, the bourbon flavored coffee is just oh my god, good. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, yeah, they 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 really just want your business. They, and by the way, they are locally uh, here in Farmington, Utah. Um, so you are supporting a small localized business by, by doing so. So go to coffeebrandcoffee.com, use the promo code critical thinking at checkout and get 5% off your purchase today. That's coffeebrandcoffee.com promo code critical thinking at checkout and you'll get 5% off your purchase today. All right. Navy somehow even gayer. Is this the B or not the B Andrew Coppins your answer? <laughs> so before I give the answer, there's a reason why I almost spit out my beer. Well, and by beer, I mean coffee. Uh, you had me on the Sam Adams brain before. Um, there's a reason why I almost spit out my uh, my coffee, and it's because this is a longstanding joke in my family. Okay, so um, on my dad's side, nobody has served uh, outside of the army or the uh, the Air Force. Okay, and wow. we have a large history inside the Air Force um, in my family, and so the running joke is as they're going off to basic training or doing whatever it's a, don't forget, let the Navy man lead. And uh, yeah, that's a long standing joke, especially because on both sides of the family, I don't have direct relatives. None of them have ever served in the Navy. Not a single one of them. We've got the coast guard, the Marines, air force and army. And I think one of them would have served in the space force um, had they stayed in longer. But anyway, is is well, wait a minute? Isn't the Coast Guard technically the Navy's little brother? No, it's its own separate branch. It's a recognized branch, just like the Space Force. So you would have, so you have the Space Force, you have the Army, Navy, Marines. Marines are technically part of the Navy if you want to get you know technical about it, right? So you've got right. those branches, Then you also have the Air Force. So you have Air Force, Army, Navy, Marines, uh, Coast Guard. And then, um, yeah, those guys, by the way, are some badass. You're thinking of the Merchant Marines. That's who you're thinking of. Um, they're like the little brother of the Marine Corps. 
Mm. <clears throat> but, Fair uh, but yeah, yeah. Most people forget about the Coast Guard as an actual branch of of service to this country, and there's some badass individuals. Well, in any case, um, is this the beer not to be? Yeah, this is going to be uh, the Babylon B for me. Are you sure? No, I'm not sure, but I. Please tell me that this is just not a real story. This is not a real story. This is the Babylon B. Oh, yes. More money in our uh, digital bank currency that yeah, we can't our, our access. Our digital currency uh, yeah. account that we don't have yeah. access to because our ESG score is too low. Yeah, well, and, and see, here's the thing. It's not even our fault that our ESG score is too low. Mm-hmm. We, we have uh, Dominic Izzo to thank for that. Yes, yes, we do, because he yeah. continues to... Uh, yeah, when it, maybe we should just cut the association, and, and like kind of like we did with the, uh, um, the moron that uh, took us down fr- from uh, Mojo Five O Radio and the access to iHeart Radio. Maybe maybe that's what we should do. Well, it, it, in uh, in in Dominic Izzo's defense, Izzo never did that. No, but he is a uh, he his uh, his takes are taking us away from our hard-earned central bank digital currency that that doesn't actually exist yet anyway pat but right 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 anyway so the the babylon b story here pat oh yeah so against all odds the u.s navy has somehow managed to become even gayer sources say we've always known this particular branch of the military to be the gayest of all of them but even they have surprised us all by the lengths in which they will go to make themselves even gayer, said military journalist Dan Crullers. I mean, is it any wonder with, uh, you know, seamen first class? The, see what you did there. Uh, they, they've truly outdone themselves here. Brand new Navy recruitment ambassador and drag queen Joshua Kelly, they then broke the news on a Chinese spy app called TikTok <laughs> that he would be assisting the military in its efforts to recruit more drag queens to strike fear in the hearts of America's enemies. The campaign was created to help crew the brand new USS Harvey Milk and the nuclear submarine USS Sam Smith. At publishing time, the <laughs> Pentagon has also hired an inebriated Kid Rock to recruit new Marines. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that is funny. Uh, I love the USS Harvey Milk. Uh, <laughs> that's such a great reference. And look, by the way, um, you know, the, the, the problem I have with the this idea, and this is a real thing, by the way, this guy is real. Um, yes. And the the whole situation is real. Um, the 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 joke isn't, but the the there's actually somebody who's using this to as a recruitment tool, and that's my problem. It is not that this person has like a want to be a drag queen because look, as a as a as an adult, you you want to dress up and play, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire, go for mm-hmm. it, right? Have at it, Hoss. But is when it is used to indoctrinate children and to groom, that's when I have a problem. And for those who are like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. The, if you are a drag queen who decides that it is appropriate for you to go to high schools, to middle schools, elementary schools, to host family-friendly brunches, right, and kids are there and you don't walk away, you are a groomer. 
You are grooming them into a life of sexualization. That's the reality of this situation. And I don't care, by the way, if you are straight or gay or whatever have you, and you're dressing up as a, a, you know, in, in drag. I don't care. I don't. The reality of that situation is that you are, in effect, grooming children. And when that happens, we have a problem because you are you are indoctrinating people who have no ability to to control that for themselves. Also, by the way, I firmly believe the parents of those children need a nice little knock on the door. But but Andrew, uh, no, when it when it comes to sexualizing kids, that's a line. That is a hard line in, line in the sand. It's wrong for people who are okay if you're if you're a straight man married right and you've got your three-year-old daughter sitting next to you while you're watching porn that's as bad as what's going on here so how about no and that's why this particular thing is wrong because what are they attempting to do use this as a recruitment tool that's what this is this was a video used as recruitment for people who are like this individual and whom are you trying to attract and recruit? High school students, a.k.a. still children. And it's wrong. It would be as wrong as, by the way, we're going we're gonna to put a porn star wearing the U.S. Navy uh, outfits on TikTok, right, to attract the, the hormonal raging 16-year-old boy to want to sign up for the Navy when they're 17 years old. That would also be wrong. All right. With that being said, Pat, it's also time for us to crown a brand new Richard of the Week. And the nominees for this week, Pat, the four of them. Uh, the, the four nominees this week are going to be Hunter Biden. And if you've been paying attention to what's going on, is it Arkansas where this case is going on? Correct. 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 Uh, where, where he, it's a custody hearing and everything. And oh, yeah, for it's, his, it's, uh, out of wedlock child. That's 11 years old that he had with a stripper while he was in the midst of his coked out phase mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or cracked out phase or, yep. or, Whatever drug of choice he was using at the time phase. Yeah, some dad he turned out to be. Um, <clears throat> Apple didn't fall far from the tree, from what I understand. Yeah. Then you have uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Yeah, Pat, Pat is it bad when, um, when you attempt to use a position of power to, I don't know, influence what is likely to be a criminal court? proceeding yeah yeah it's bad yeah okay because um there the the widely spread video of the 44 year old 41 time arrested individual being choked out right by uh by a marine right Mm. on the new york subway after attempting to physically attack somebody right um she called the guy a murderer and went after the mayor of the city of New York for not doing something about the murderer. You are attempting to swing the scales of justice to 
to weigh on one side of the scale of justice. You are you are not just accusing this individual of killing somebody. You are calling them a murderer. You have no idea. None. And then we have the, this is just the, the innocent Michael Jackson dancing guy. No, no, no. And, and, yeah. and by the way, Pat, I'm just going to say this. As somebody who lives in a city where public transportation is a thing that people need to use every single day, I refuse to get on the anything but the bus right now for the reason of my head has to be on a swivel every day, all day, if I use that. Um, I have no idea what kind of insane individual might just push me off the platform. We've seen it. There's a video that circulated yesterday, right, where this this uh, this this female is just minding her own business, not really paying attention, and this guy's like hulking up at somebody else and sees her out of the corner of his eye and just launches her and was attempting to throw her into the actual train, like the the um the entrance on the train, right, the 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 doors attempting to throw her as they were closing. And instead, she bounces off the actual train. I, I want no part of that. That happens way too often. It, ha- it is, it, well, you know, the thousands and thousands of people. Right, but I ain't going to be one of those victims if I don't have to be. It, that's, that's unfortunate because Chicago has a really great public transportation system. It really does. Um, overall, except for that, right? That worry in that situation. Uh, the actual physical, how it maneuvers and works is probably one of the best in the country, if not the best in the country. But anyway, um, just saying, um, if you're on the side of people who are harassing people and causing physical violence and harm in an enclosed space like that, in which there's likely nowhere for somebody to go, um, you're part of the problem, AOC. Anyway, the other two nominees there. We also have uh, Bernie Sanders for his, um, well, anyone that uh, makes over $999,000. Also, Pat, uh, didn't he just decide that we need a 17 dollar an hour federal minimum wage yes he did mind you was it just a year or two ago he was advocating for 15 dollars an hour right yeah Yeah. because exactly this is my this has always been my point with this you're not going to stop at 15 dollars an hour what number would suffice Uh, why not go to a hundred dollars an hour why not It's just modern monetary theory anyway, right? Just keep adjusting it based off of your inflationary versus uh, government spending needs. Just keep adjusting the, the minimum wage. And, and, oh, by the way, we all get $100 an hour. F you. Yep. Yep. And then finally, we have the, uh, I have no idea what this person's name is, but uh, I call him the uh, school board screamer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just refuse to to play that video. I just absolutely refuse to play it. So basically, for those that don't know, this this guy is, I'm assuming he's trans, by the yeah, way. Yeah, 100%. Um, and he, he just, he's sitting there at a school board meeting, and he just screams into the microphone. 
Like, and then like a I'm scream some more. Yeah. Literally, guys. Like, like, like. This is like the. It's like nails down a chalkboard too. That's why we're not playing it. Um, it's pretty bad. I mean, here's here's my thing. You can go to a school board meeting, say your piece, and 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 say what you need to say at that school board meeting. But if you have to go and you have to do something like this, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. All right. So with that, uh, Pat, your winner, the oh. big time Richard of the week, goes to. This is this, honestly, this is a tough one for me. I, I think we're going to go Hunter Biden, though. Uh, I 100% agree with this, because if you follow the case, it's ridiculous. If you right. follow the, you know, I, I, it's not just Hunter Biden. It's that entire Biden family for me in this situation. Well, sure. Mm-hmm. Because this is part and parcel of who they are. The Biden family refuses to acknowledge this person as a legitimate. This is like. Feudalism. This is like the illegitimate child story that um, that you hear all too often in, you know, in the knights and, uh, you know, lords and knights times, right? The medieval times where uh, King so-and-so had a child with uh, somebody who was a mistress, and that's an illegitimate bastard child that uh, cannot be recognized, right? And then and needs to be uh, taken care of, quote-unquote, because uh, that would be a threat to the legitimate throne and the legitimate um, reigns or the legitimate line of succession, right? Is that not just this? I refuse. Joe Biden puts up six grandchildren's uh, stockings, not the seventh, even though we all know it to be true, right? Uh, Hunter Biden's paternity test came back that he is the father, as Maury Povich would say. Um, and then he is fought tooth and nail to to not produce documents, to not pay a dime of money. He is now attempting to reduce the um, amount of money he's supposed to be owing on a monthly basis, right? And again, the White House refuses to acknowledge that seventh grandchild. And they're fighting the ability for that child to use Hunter Biden's name, right? So uh, the mother wants her daughter to take the name of her legitimate father. Um, I wouldn't. I really, 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 really I, uh, wouldn't. Yeah, you and me, we would say, no, thank you. I don't want anything to do with that. But uh, on the other hand, that child's 11 years old. And if that's what they want to do, right, they have the ability to at least discern whether or not, hey, this is probably a thing. Would it or would it not be an advantageous thing? I would suggest that it would at least elevate, right? People know who the Bidens are, right? That last name yeah. has some cachet to it. I understand it, and I understand why they're fighting. It, it does, Pat. Whether you want to recognize that or not, it doesn't matter if it's good or bad. I, I, it I'm, does I'm not just, matter. It is a famous last name. It, I don't disagree. I'm just wondering, like, it, it may be a famous last name, but is it a tainted last name? It doesn't name matter. It doesn't matter. It gives you access that you would never have without it. Okay? That's the reality of that situation. But all of that notwithstanding, the, the fact that you and your family stand in the way of your legitimate child, stand up, be a man, and take care of your responsibilities. And your responsibilities is to be a father to that mm-hmm. child, is to provide 
for your child is to acknowledge that your child even exists. You craptastic, horrible human being. Who probably should be in prison. Speaking of that, it's time for us to, to go from the worst of the worst, the bottom of the effing barrel, to the hilarity of the week. Because it's time for our best takes of the week. And Pat, your best take of the week comes first. It's Monday morning. I woke up to the news that I'm being let go from my position at Vice Magazine. And this comes after years of dedicating my life to writing articles like A Woman's Guide to Tucking in Your Dick. Yes, there are trans animals. Why some men choose to remove their penis. The Kim Oji app doesn't work for Grindr. And a modest take on why men terrorize women with poop. And then I find out via email that I'm being let go because my articles aren't generating revenue. Hi, New York Times, Mark Diamond here. Just calling to see if you got a chance to check out my resume. I have thousands of articles. They're never gonna see the light of day. Yes, no, I know you told me to stop calling, but I had an idea for a new article about canceling the Easter Bunny. Articles like 10 dildos are better than one and your boyfriend's racist if he won't sit on them. Lesbians should become trans men because most of them don't even have to change anything. My boomer dad isn't even gay. You know, journalism is supposed to be about normalizing weird shit, removing people's accountability, and most importantly, importantly, writing the same article over and over again. Why this 27-year-old barista is drinking piss to combat Islamophobia. I had plans to write an article about how women are better at football, women are better at fathering, and women have nicer hogs than men. Fight the patriarchy by having sex with an entire bar staff and then crying about it. Hey, Wall Street Journal, just following up on my freelance piece I submitted titled Blowing Dudes Makes You Better at Trading. There's no such thing as gender unless we're talking about something women are better at. No, 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 don't hang up, don't hang up. I have another one too. The trading floor needs to accept that pedophilia is not a choice. You know, we had 2,000 people writing articles like this and now it's down to 1,750 tops. It's not enough. I guess the world doesn't think it needs journalism anymore. I honestly don't even know what I'm going to do without my $12,000 a year base salary. You know who's concerned? <laughs> I, I love the, uh, I'm going to fight the patriarchy by sleeping with the entire bar staff. <laughs> by the way, this is, um, this is from uh, Ryan Long Comedy on Twitter. Oh, this um, is great. He's he's a freaking brilliant comedian. Um, and this is in the wake of Vice My Point. Dad Bank, isn't right? even gay. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the trading floor needs to recognize that pedophilia. <laughs> Good God! And sadly, we are not that far off. This is no, the best part of the satirization of that. Ah. Uh. I can't stop laughing at that. Uh, that is, I we needed that in our lives. This 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 one brought tears to my eyes. Oh, <laughs> I can't stop hurt. laughing at that, Pat. I just can't. Oh, that's such a great take on <clears throat> the insane world we live in. Now, <clears throat> speaking of that level of insane, Pat, I, I, I bring you this from Tim Cast, who had on, I believe his name is, if I can pull it up correctly, <clears throat> um. Oh, it was uh, Lance from Surf's TV, which I believe is out of Canada, by the way. Um, he was on TimCast, right, to, uh, um, talking about all sorts of various topics. Um, but I want you to hear how insane the, the far left is, how the gender ideological or the gender theory crowd is, just how, ins how really insane these people are. Okay, so my follow-up is you think trans people feel safer than ever. 
No. Right now, there's over 400 different bills being pushed in the United States that is directly targeting trans people. So they don't feel safe. They, of course they don't. So then why are they coming out if they don't feel safe? They have more access because that generation, Generation Z, has a lot more acceptance towards trans people than older people who pass laws, draconian people who pass laws. The boomers are the ones running the show right now. They're still the ones in government. They're still the ones passing laws. There's very few Generation Z in government or parliament. You, you want to know what, what I think? I think there is a trans genocide. Okay. And I think it's you. Okay. Because you're sterilizing a lot of these people. How so? I mean, you're they're literally sterilizing them. The, the surgery to remove the gonads, hysterectomies, and puberty and cross-sex hormones and puberty blockers have a high rate of sterilization. I mean, first of all, uh, removal of the gonads in the uterus is an absolute sterilization. And then puberty blockers have a very high rate uh, and uh, cross-sex hormones have an extremely high rate of sterilizing the individual. So these people can no longer reproduce. That's genocide. Is this, is this the joke you're going to go for? Joke? You are removing these people's ability to reproduce. Mm -hmm. And if they're a young age and they haven't had the ability, like for instance, Jazz Jennings can never have kids. Jazz Jennings also, and this this uh, probably part of your studies, can't actually feel any set, like sexual uh, feeling of, of any kind. Do you have any idea how weird this sounds right now? Like, why, why are you obsessed what, what, with what, a stranger's what, genital pleasure? That's so weird. That's so bizarre. That was very weird yourself. You, you guys are all right. No, no. So I'm talking about adults who engage in activities, which is a large portion of the global economy, whether you like it or not. Sure. Sex sells, they say. And when I say this person will never have this ability, you go, how weird is that? It's weird for you to fixate on a stranger's genital pleasure. That's strange. That's so bizarre. Well, right? she's like, why, public why? about it. But, that's but see, that's, you're not making an argument right now, is my point. I'm not. I'm saying it's weird. It's not an argument. Yeah, I'm that's, just like, that's, I, that's an observation. So you're trying to make a, an appeal to emotion Did, and an appeal no, to shame. No, I'm just, I'm just giving you my genuine thought when you say something like that. Like, well, why, that was, why should and it was a really fucking pathetic attempt to try Why to make an argument. Brian yes. freaking low to uh to Tim. Uh that that was fantastic. Well there there was another clip uh on that too where they're they're actually talking about abortion. Yeah. And he gets them on abortion pretty hard. Gets them on abortion too. Yeah. And, and he, he uses like the the analogy of of what if a mom wants to do meth? It's her body, right? Yeah, because th that mm. was the argument that was being made in that clip. It, mm. it, it, I just didn't have time to pull it. But but the basic argument was Tim. Um, what is his last name again? I can Tim Pool. Yeah, Tim Pool uh, is talking to this individual, right, from uh, Serbs TV, Lance. Um, and Lance's argument about being pro-choice is it's the mother's right to do what they want with their body, right? That blah, 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 blah. Okay, is that an absolute right? So his argument is, do you, does a mom have the right to do meth while pregnant? No. He comes and, out and actually says no. And the other the guy says no, right? Well, why not? Well, because it's another, because you're affecting the, the child in the womb. And Tim is like, wouldn't um, uh, removing the child from the womb and killing it be, um, I don't know, effectual to the... <laughs> To the child in the womb? And the guy has no answer. Notice how the guy didn't have an answer to this either. No, he didn't. And, and I think, I I have, I will give Tim Pool credit to this. I have never thought of putting the argument uh, about what's going on in that framework. And I think it's a brilliant framework to put this argument in. Because we are talking about a generation that is mutilating itself, is stopping its puberty, right? And altering its fundamental chemical 
balances, right? Altering its biological state, right? On a level we have never seen before. While we are still seeing in the regular population a what? Decline in birth rates. We are seeing, um, you know, the overall population starting to decline all over the world, especially here in the United States, as well as Japan has a major issue with this right now. Um, their population is aging out and not being replaced on a very significant level. Like it's a serious problem for them. Um, but when we are talking about 33%, right, a third of all Gen Z kids, kids that are the age of 12 to 25, are somehow self-identifying as either trans or LGBT, right? 33%. And at least 15 to 25% of them are actual trans-identifying. If they go through with the um, left's idea, with the gender ideology crowd's um, practice of the theory, it is then you must stop puberty, you must, uh, uh, you know, take on the the identity that your brain is telling you about <clears throat> and alter your uterus, alter your ability to reproduce. What are the ramifications of this for our society? The ramifications are I can't reproduce, even if I wanted to later in life. I have no biological ability to do so anymore, and I can't reverse that, okay? That is something that is irreversible. It doesn't matter what technology, what systems, what things we think up of in the next 100 years. It doesn't matter. You cannot, if you remove the very things, you can't put them back in because you're also then removing the connections and all of that. It doesn't work. We are altering, fundamentally altering, and I've never thought of the argument from this perspective, and I think it's the best argument to be made. We should not be allowing children to fundamentally alter the future of our society like this. We, we, we're watching declining birth rates already in our society. What happens when a 25% or 15% or even 10% pat of, an, of the population cannot physically reproduce? What happens to our society? That is, it is such a mind-blowing proposition that I don't think anybody can put their head around it. Not to mention the ability to reproduce is a, is a gift. Um, and, and to be able to extend your, post, your posterity is a gift. And to watch people do this in the, in the name of some demonic ideology I mean, it's an insult to those that that want to be able to reproduce, but physically can't for some unknown reason. Right. And, right. That, and that really want to. It's an insult. Yeah, it absolutely so. is. But I also think that this is the best take of the week for me because watch how the watch how the person who attempts to answer for that. Right. Right. He, he, he agrees with the premise of trans genocide. But the real genocide is the fact that you're stopping the ability for these people to ever so once right. they die, that's it. That's it. And we can't do anything about it because we're saying that 10 to 25% of the population of our country, as they grow older, will never be able to, literally never be able to reproduce, period, point blank. 
And then what for the next generation, right? That uh, the the other 75%, you put enormous pressure on them to do what, Pat? To have massive amounts of families because it's the only way that we can sustain our society is that procreation. That's what we are here on earth by God given that ability to do. That is one of our main functions on a biological basic God-given level. It's why I hate these zoos and these people who believe that we should, you know, be save this animal and save that animal. Well, okay, if they're being illegally hunted and, you know, butchered down to no population by man-made things that are not good, right? But if it's nature doing it, what business do we have? What business do we have altering God's nature? You know, so, but on the flip side of that, now when you are are altering it, right, like the trans individuals are or the transgender ideological crowd is, what do you do about that? What do you do? You put enormous pressure on that other 75% of the population that grows up in your generation to repopulate on a big enough scale to sustain life. That's a problem. It is a problem. But then again, we see the Bill Gates of the world. We see all these other people, right? Jane Goodall and, and all these other people talking about how we need to depopulate the world back to 500 years ago's levels of population in order to, quote unquote, save the planet. That's insane. It's all nuts. And that's why this is my best take, because it, number one, made me think differently about the issue. And I think mm -hmm. it is a winning argument. And more importantly, you saw that in action because the other individual couldn't even respond to the logic, the reason, the 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 no, argument. It, it just became you're you're a creep. How is that creepy? That person put that out into the world. That is known. That is a known thing that has happened to this individual as we're talking about that. How do you solve for that? This is one of the reasons why I really because like I, I actually listen to Tim Pohl from time to time. Um, and this is one of the things I really like because he'll bring people from all different sorts of ideologies on the show. And it, it's a really good show that really does make you think about different perspectives. But in this case, it really just exposes the, dem the, the, the demonic ideology of, of this line of thinking. Yeah, And, and you can't super, reason with it. He is super good, by the way, of mm -hmm. being able to, to, to take the other side of any argument, by the way, any mm -hmm. of them, and push you on what you believe and how you believe it. I, 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 this was such a great take. I think people need to hear it. People need to start using it in the broader mm -hmm. debate. This is a question of our civilization's very survival. That's the reality of what we're talking about. Because if you believe that everybody needs to be trans or everybody can be trans and everybody can do this, what happens when you fundamentally alter their biological nature? And they can no longer reproduce, period, point blank, irreversible. More importantly, you are advocating for puberty blockers and removal of, of sexual organs to recreate other sexual organs that, by the way, do not have the biological ability to do the things that they're supposed to do biologically anymore. Even if you put them right, even if you were flip flopping the, uh, the sexual organs. You, they don't function. Situation. They don't mm. function the way that that they biologically should. 
You can. You are. Well, well, uh, I'm gonna take a 14 year old and and uh, I'm gonna put put their uh, eggs or uh, sperm in a sperm bank or whatever for their future use. There ain't no guarantee that that works either. No. Uh, just ask most people who go through IVF and go through all of the things that they go through these days, right, Pat? There ain't no guarantee. No, no there is not. There is not. All right. Well, with that being said, Pat, um, any final thoughts on this week? Well, uh, let's see. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And be smarter than this guy that went on Temple and be more civil than the guy that screamed in the school board meeting. Please be smart, be safe, be kind, make sure you eat all of your meals this weekend. And I will just say this. Remember, the theme of this show is confrontation, and we are seeing how confrontation works. That's the theme from this week, right? Confronting the economic situations and doing something about it. It's working. Confronting um, BS ideology. It's working. So. Make sure you confront the things that you believe as well and get strong in those things. And and if if you find out in that confrontation of your own beliefs that something might need to be altered or changed about it, that's okay. That's actually part of being human. That's actually a good thing. And with that, Matthew 547. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.